We've got news from the upcoming Tomb Raider movie, Fallout 4 console mods, news on Lionhead Studios, the Punisher Netflix series, and all the madness involving Nintendo this week. All that and more on this episode of the Geek Domination Podcast. It's time to just I want to go see the movie. Can we? Can we go see? I'll go. I will go. Another original Yu-Gi-Oh like character movie. No fucking way. Here's the funny thing. It's not coming to theaters, is it? I think it is. But here's the thing. So um, how do they get away with that shit? It's um, bring our decks. There will be people there with dual discs. That's not scary thing. I'll wear mine. It's them graduating from high school. So that just tells you, like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, this is you're all you're all still high school. Oh, okay. Sato, is it time for my vagina yet? <laughs> Bulbasaur, <laughs> Mokuba, speak to me, Charmander. <laughs> I think of a no better place to uh, officially <laughs> welcome you to the Geek Domination podcast. Are we live? Yeah, oh yeah, like oh, I was the same, but you know, we're just gonna go like straight in from you know just Yu-Gi-Oh Bridge series like references. So. Oh, nice. Welcome. Today is April 29th. Recording this podcast a little bit early for this week. For Get fucking hyped for hype reasons. Yeah, and also uh, Cody's grad party. Uh, shit's gonna get lit. So I, I think. I don't oh know. shit, gonna get, gonna get lit, lit yeah. with my grandma, oh. and my grandpa. Yeah. We'll do some, I'm going to do some line shots with your... Uh, Can you not? <laughs> Can you please not? Hey, Charlotte, get over here. I got a little shot for you. That's my grandma. Oh, oh my. I was going to say, is that my grandma now? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my liver. I am Cody Spotsberger. If you cannot tell, that's John Luke. Hello. Levant. That's Anthony Tyson. Hey. And as all today, welcome. The Three Musketeers. The Three Musketeers, Ooh. if you will. Uh, or Stooges. Or Stooges. Yeah. Mm, yeah, uh, I do want to apologize <laughs> for the um, the air conditioner, not the air conditioning, the furnace being on again. It's another cold day in Denver, and I don't want us to be miserable while we're recording Colorado's this. being dumb. Colorado's being snowing again. real dumb. Yeah, what the so fuck? So if you hear a furnace in the background, do your best to ignore it. Yeah, it's summertime, bitches. It's and not we're getting summertime. Snow. Okay, it's how long have you lived in Colorado? I know, but that, I'm just saying it you should be You know that April summertime. is our coldest or snowiest I month. I know, it's dumb. It's real dumb. <laughs> More rain, please. I'll continue to lament about it. Right. I don't know what to tell you. I like that. That was a good word. It's good. Yeah. I, I try. Every yeah. once in a while, I decide you know to like. Whatever I think of when I think of lament. Midna's lament. Midna's lament. <laughs> oh. How did I know that? Shit. That song is just so sad. Oh God, We're going to talk about Zelda later. Oh, yeah. That is true. Along of a, a bunch of other Nintendo-related stuff for the topic. But before that, we have some news. And we have one piece of non-gaming news that we're going to start. And I think Anthony, very, very excited about this. It's so weird. I never thought after Daisy Ridley was in talks for the next Tomb Raider movie Mm -hmm. uh, to get the title role of Laura Croft. I never thought I would want someone more than her. And and maybe that's not even the right way to say it. I was going to say, do do you really want so? It has been confirmed at this point, right? Yeah, it's okay. been confirmed that Alicia Vikander is our new Tomb Raider. It was released by Variety, and they never go off a scoop that they don't have a couple of sources for. So I believe it. Um, yeah, I, I'm i very excited about this. I mean, 
yeah, I I do want more roles for Daisy and fuck like she's so, so get charming and wonderful. But you also got to think too. Not only is she a new actress, but also she's a busy one just being in I'm Star gonna, Wars. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna play devil's advocate and just say it's 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 pretty fucking good that she didn't get Tomb Raider just mm. because it doesn't kind of just create this female superstar actress that's in everything that you know, we just love. That so. is such a good point that because is. one of the best things about Star Wars, and I think JL, you're like, you'll get this in a moment, is that the Star Wars universe in part succeeds out of its talent because while, yes, The Force Awakens has a lot of recognizable names, it also had brand new people. Who the mm. fuck was John Boyega and Daisy Ridley before Force Awakens? True. Yeah. And they are part of what makes that movie so special and it was a surprise and a joy to see them. Yeah. So you're right, you're totally right. I'm I'm that's not even devil's advocate. That's just a fucking that's good true. argument. Um, yeah. <laughs> good point. Alicia Vikander. Um good. You, you you fall in love with her in Next Machina, correct? Yeah, I mean technically Katie and I have agreed on Emma Watson as as our our celebrity crush that that you know, if we had a chance we'd go for it. I would make an Wait, exception <laughs> for Alicia Vikander. I mean, because right. Alicia Vikander is. I mean, when I think of you know, when you think of, of, of Lara yeah, Croft, you know, you always think of you know boobs, you know the the, the sweet you know Wait, triangle what? boobs of victory. What is Wait, happening? What? I I got lost. Lara yeah, Croft we got triangle yeah. boobs of victory, and I'm oh. like, you know what? She oh, for can, Tomb Raider, she, she can pull them off. You know, just. Well, <laughs> you know <laughs> what? The most important thing for me is that Lara Croft, <laughs> in my mind, I know she's been sexualized and over sexualized mm-hmm. as a character, but these latest reboots and yep. the parts that were good in the old ones remind me of her as a strong woman character. Mm-hmm. I like to look at her like that. She doesn't fuck around. She gets what she wants, and she's a badass Tomb mm-hmm. Raider. They're, they turned her – originally she was kind of a female Indiana Jones, but I think now they're really realizing that potential. You know Exactly, yeah, especially with these latest like survival horror, but then they also did these great temple moments. Oh, yeah, definitely. So – yeah, I'm definitely looking forward for for that. And Alicia Vikander is the perfect woman for this because she's a strong, independent woman. And Ex Machina shows this. Oh yeah, Ex Machina showed that. Go watch that movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, don't don't watch Man from Uncle. Yeah, don't do that. Go watch Ex Machina if you if you want to see please Alicia in a fantastic role. Go watch Ex yes. Machina. Um, we don't have any kind of release date for that yet, do we? For Tomb Raider, uh, nothing's confirmed yet. This was like the first big piece of news, right. about it, Other than that, the movie was in works. You know, obviously. I'm just curious. So, Boom. next for news, Fallout stuff. Fallout Woo! stuff. John looks hyped. I I love the Fallout stuff. Um, mods, mods are gonna be a thing. I mean, they already kind of were planned to be a thing for Xbox. I so the whole thing about this. So we we've known since E three that there was mods coming for Fallout Four to console in some variety. It was it it was only for Xbox at first. I could have sworn at E yeah. three like. They announced it during the Microsoft press conference, but mm-hmm. I feel like they confirmed on the floor that it was also eventually going to get to PS4. It's totally a possibility that they I don't did, remember but I don't the remember exact. Them, I think so. I remember them saying the words th- uh, Xbox exclusive for now. I oh yeah, I want to say that's what I it was. I think that's what it was. Tricky. Yeah. Yes. If totally. I wanted to go back and find my um my massive <laughs> computer articles oh, yeah. from Seriously. E3, I could probably confirm that. But that's yeah, that's a lot. But yeah. Um, we're supposed to be getting the console mods support in one to two months is what they said. Cool. I think that's awesome because I know everyone who's like, oh, PC is the Fallout experience because mods. 
Seriously. From what I understand, that's like the coolest thing on the PC. And from what I've seen, it's totally true. Like, I've seen some weird shit like Darth Vader and like random places yep. and shit like that. Kylo Ren, I think, yeah. was one of the new I ones. I just remember like you see like all the ridiculous Skyrim mods over the years. That was that you was know, another just one. Yeah. That, you know, flourish over so many years. As yeah. someone who's experienced mods on Fallout 3, New Vegas, and Skyrim, holy shit, I'm pretty excited. Because I, I would always wish that it would come to console. And this is going to be really cool. I'm hoping this is support for it is like it's not janky, but I feel like it won't be from Bethesda. But I also am just like, yeah. I'm sure it'll be an interesting change at first, but I think they'll, I think they'll pull it off. Yeah. Bethesda are like the kings of things like that. That's yeah. True. I hope so. And I hope Burn it's like, shot. yeah, I, I hope it's like really fucking good because if it's good, does that encourage more people to do things like this? Because I'd love that. Yeah. One of the reasons why XCOM 2 isn't coming to consoles, at least for right now that we know, is because they love the console uh, or the PC mod space so mm -hmm. much. And man, if I could get XCOM 2 on my fucking consoles, man, yeah. I will... Have you played the two? Lose my mind. No, I haven't. I was going to say, I didn't know if you were to play Yeah, I was a huge XCOM Enemy Within and Unknown fan, yeah. though. And, and I loved playing them on the consoles. They're great games. But I'm not really a PC guy. You know, I like to use that for my work and not really my gaming. And I probably, my rig isn't probably good enough. Well, no, it could probably play XCOM 2. Probably be good enough. Yeah, my, I could probably play it. But the point is, I want XCOM 2 on my PS4, goddammit. And yep. give that mods too. Do it! Do it! So, this is actually our last piece of news before Topic that we're about to go into. I'm just flying through stuff today. Um, it's also kind of funny. Well, not really funny. It's it's interesting. Bittersweet. That, it's bittersweet mm. that the last podcast we were talking about Fable for quite a bit. And we did get the confirmation today from Microsoft um, after, you know, the, the last couple delays and problems with Fable Legends that Lionhead Studios is officially closing. Yeah. Rip. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I, you know... Fable Legends was always like, what is this game doing? I I was never excited for it, but I, I didn't I, know that I they wanted, were doing the right thing. I wanted a, another Fable game. Yeah. I wanted a true sequel to the next, or and I want another Fable game, straight up, because I know I know it wasn't on my list. I know it wasn't on yours, but like Fable Two was amazing. Fable Three was amazing. Like those were such fun games. I, like, they they were trying too hard to introduce something new into the franchise where. For me, Fables 1, 2, and 3, mostly 2 for me because I've had the most game time clocked into that one. But like I said last week, that was like the game where if I wanted to go have a single player go do some fantasy something, that's, that'd be the game I picked up. And they tried to introduce Kinect stuff and multiplayer. Well, and then it was like coming to Xbox or uh, Windows 10 alongside of it, and yeah. it was going to be free, and it was kind of looking more to be an MMO. Yeah, it was just a mess. It was all over the place. Yeah, marketing wasn't succinct on that. No, yeah. not at all. And, man, it's so disappointing to me, not only from the fact that, you know, obviously these people just lost their jobs, which always sucks. Mm -hmm. Layoffs are terrible. But also, I feel like they jumped the gun with giving up on the studio because, like, we did have some great experiences with Fable. Maybe I didn't like 2 and 3 as much as most people. Yeah. But you loved Fable 2. It's beloved to you. And more importantly... That was the time when Molyneux was still a part of the ship. Mm -hmm. And Molyneux, you know, God bless him, but he's fucking crazy. Yeah. And I think he steered a ship into a careening path into the rocks, and they were just starting to try and fucking get out of there. Yeah. But now it's become Titanic. Yeah, you're right. I, c I couldn't have said it better myself. This fucking sucks. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's no fun. Um, I'd hope that... 
hopefully maybe and maybe this is just the the optimistic side of me that you know all the people who are working at Lionhead just get you know shift off to other in Microsoft Studios. Hey, I would I yeah. would hope I would hope there's there's some talent there. You know that's true. There's a lot of talent. So did just notice one more thing we can actually talk about before jumping into the topic, Ooh. and that is um, the confirmation. It's been rumored for quite some time, but it is the confirmation that we are getting a Punisher Netflix series. Good that's point. right. Yeah. Good point. So there's a teaser out. Yeah, there is a teaser. I haven't watched it. I also have not watched it. Was I just know it's on. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. You're good. Okay. okay, I was just gonna say, was it like a teaser for like the actual show, or was it like clips from season two? I'm not sure. Okay, because if it's the, if it's the other, rants for a little bit. Okay, <laughs> if it's the other, like where it's actual new clips and everything. Yeah. Fuck, I need to watch this. Okay, yeah. Twenty five right? seconds. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, and I have a feeling it, it's literally the logo. Oh. It's literally the logo. Well, hey, it's enough to get you excited, right? Flashing, yeah, it looks like a flashing logo. Flashing logo, and then the full Punisher logo. <laughs> it's a flash animation. And Netflix is really serious <laughs> for Marvel Television coming soon. Mm, okay, so. so I'll take it. That's cool. Yeah, you, it's a confirmation. Have you finished Daredevil season two yet? God, I. It's funny, Katie shared this to me. Katie shared it to me on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, man, we need to finish Daredevil Season 2. And she's like, I know, but I just hate Elektra so much. <laughs> Why does she not like Elektra? It, she stresses her out so much Why? because <laughs> she loves Karen and Matt together. And she doesn't like that this bad girl is interfering in their relationship, which tell her that I can understand, but it's frustrating because I'm like, we just need to watch it. I'm sure yeah. it'll be okay. I will I keep trying to I will convince her that um, she needs to watch it for for reasons because I think at the end of the season, the last episode, the last episode specifically, well, how the season ends. Yeah. Um, Karen and Matt end up in a very good place. That's what I hear. I keep hearing that, and I keep telling her that, and everyone keeps telling her about that, even when like we get. Randomly I'll throw in a conversation. Like, All yeah, right, Katie, text here's the deal. Yeah, text her. You need to watch this. And Lauren needs to watch it. That's Why are you pointing at John Luke? That's true. We have like. I've been. Why don't you want to watch Daredevil? Highly distracted by Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Get over yourself. Oh. Okay, well, you're going to finish Crit 2 tonight. So it's your fault, JL. You guys are gonna, it is. You're not allowed to play any more video okay. games until you finish Daredevil Season 2. Okay. Oh, damn. That grounded. That's intense. Yeah, that's going to. Do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so now, what do we want from this TV, the Netflix series? Do we want it to be because because my kind of thought is you know, it's too easy to just go you know just off the events of Daredevil season two. We need. Would it be cool? Go ahead to do like a full prequel series. No, no. I don't, I don't want another reboot of Punisher's origin. I don't think it would be a reboot though. It would literally just be like, it would be a prequel to the events of Daredevil season two. I, I I get where your head's at. The only reason why I'm so stuck on something that's later is just because what I, I wanted, at least from the first half of season two, I don't know what changes in the latter half, but what uh, I wanted- Not from a the, lot with Punisher. Okay. What I really wanted more of was that Punisher brutality. I want to see him fuck people up. Yep. I want to see some like brutal ass like interrogations. Well, and you don't think we can have that if it's a prequel? No, because the because it's so close to that origin story that I don't think that's him before the events of his family dying. I don't think Frank Castle was as cold blooded and no, murderer. Abs- no, absolutely not. And, th- and that's what I'm saying. I wanted that cold blooded murderer okay. yeah. killing people. This is this is kind of just like the 
the omniscient, just like just you know, so I have no idea what I'm really talking about. So I'm just like, maybe this would be kind of Cody. Cool. <laughs> no, no, I no, no, I I can hear you. Like it's it's interesting. Like if we did do a prequel, for instance, maybe we could get something with his spec ops origins. We don't know. That's something I was thinking, but then you just did make a very good point. Where like, what do people love about the Punisher? The fact that he punishes fucking brutally. Yeah. So I I'm I, with you. I just I think I need that. Cool. Regardless, been whatever so much coming out like yeah. about you know we've got we have Luke Cage what in November, fall, <sighs> fall some sort. I can't, I can't keep up anymore with these Netflix yeah, that, series. We have I don't know when we're getting Jessica Jones season two next, and then Defenders and all kinds of million things. Man, yeah, that More. shit is going down. So Lauren just made a good point um, about Punisher. She said she'd like it to be more like Arrow, the earlier seasons where. It has a now storyline, but it can do flashbacks, which I would take if if it kind of did that type of thing. I would take it. Okay. I, can't, I mean, yeah. What movie was that? I think it was 2004, Punisher. The one, the one with um. The hell's that dude's name? I'm forgetting his name too. This really sucks because I loved um Laundry Day, that short with uh, him in it. Uh, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Yeah. Yeah. I I was one of the few people who liked that Punisher dude, movie. Dude, me too. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. Great movie. I haven't seen it. It was 2004. We'll watch it. And I do own it if you watch it. <laughs> I think um, the audience has the right to know that I have finally watched Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way. It was yes, yeah. just in time for our list. Basically, yeah. <laughs> basically drunked me up. And then <laughs> it's true. Sat me there and forced me to watch this movie. And the whole time I was like, what is even happening? It was great. It was really great. It's like, we're the Guardians of the Galaxy, bitch. Meanwhile, Cody's like, the fuck are the Guardians of the Galaxy? Fucking Corona over yeah. here. No, her name is not Corona. It's Corona. Like, oh, fucking Warcraft know. came first, okay? Shit. Jesus. As far as Punisher goes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was, I think Zane and I had a conversation about it. And he mentioned it. I kind of think he mentioned it. I don't remember if it was during cast or if it was just in one of our conversations that we had. But he mentioned how it was, it's kind of hard for Punisher to stand on his own. And I'm, I can, I can hear that. So I'm really I can hoping. I that in a sense, but it's also, I'm just, I mean, it's going to be from the same teams that are doing. Well, absolutely. You know, yeah. And Jessica Jones. So I will. Find a, make, a way to make it work. So far though, in the Punisher's like lifetime, as far as movies and other media goes. I can definitely agree and see where Zane is coming from where he says um, that Punisher is much more of a supplemental character. So I'm really hoping that they find his place. I can appreciate that. I really want a main series it's, where Punisher is fantastic. Yeah, and it's kind of like Incredible Hulk too, right? Where yeah. it's like these like crazy, unstoppable people when yep. they're mad. Yeah. And that's Punisher gets mad. Just like mad. Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Punisher yeah. is Hulk confirmed. I just want to see a crossover. Right? Go. I'm sure it happens. <laughs> Bruce Banner just steps on him. Oh, and the crossover's <laughs> over. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Wrecked. <laughs> Wrecked. 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 So, so, yeah, that's happening. That's actually going to happen. Fun. Yeah. So, yeah. 19 minutes in, we're already to our topic. Nice. I'm okay with this. Yeah, I like this. this is nice. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's all succinct right now. Yep. A, well, this topic is going to be a little bit longer. Hopefully that's not true. as long as last week's. But, yeah, uh, good Lord. <laughs> last week's was an adventure. Memories. It was fun, All though. along but, in the so, moonlight. Yeah. So, Anthony, what's it time for? Topic. Oh yeah, I want to redo that again. All right, let me do this again. Following our Yu-Gi-Oh intro. Topic. There we go. That's better. I feel better about that. We need to go see that movie. 
They're doing a Yu-Gi-Oh movie, guys. Another Yu-Gi-Oh movie. There's some following news. the original. We're, I don't even know. <laughs> Back what on doing. news. Well, no, <laughs> I don't even remember what like the actual like announcement was, but it's like another Yu-Gi-Oh movie, and it's like the original like characters again. So I, I, just, ca- like, I yes. cannot believe that's coming to theaters. It's Why? just gonna be hard. To watch. Quick little rant. Why the fuck does something <laughs> like this come to theaters, and yeah. we don't get DC animated movies uh, in theaters? Thank you. I don't. They know don't have to be VOD. Like God. Can I just? Okay. Just, but if that's the case, that's a fucking travesty. Yeah. Because I would love to see like killing, it. killing joke, bad blood. Is it killing joke? We don't know yet. I guess I feel like killing joke might. I they but should. They, there, would, they would get so much money. There was a trailer for killing joke by the way that you guys should watch. I seen it. Oh, yes. have you not seen it? It's so good. I'm trying to find this. I know Zane shared it to me. There's the topic coming soon. Topic. Maybe next time on. Next time on Yu-Gi-Oh. I can't find it. Sato. Sato. I love you, Big Brother. I love you. Okay, thanks. It's called the Dark Side of Dimensions. I thought I thought you were gonna say Dark Side of Dementia. <laughs> Yuki's grandpa goes off the chain. <laughs> Black luster soldier, our forbidden love will never be revealed. God damn it! What? What? <laughs> what? I can't find it now. Fucking love a bridge series yeah, so dude. much. It's so brilliant. It's fairly already out in Japan. All right, of course it is. So if you're Japanese and listening, thanks. Go watch the movie. Yeah, thanks no, for listening yeah, to this random cast. Came out too. this week. Like five days ago. All right. <sighs> so probably not in theaters then, because I haven't seen it anyway. That was the biggest fucking tangent in the world. Hey, take it. I just it. remember I'll after like it. the the original the original series ended and how it ended, I was just like, what the fuck do they do now? Because you remember how it ends? Like what it's the f- so what, no what long. the final duel is? Oh yeah, it was between him and and it's uh, between Yugi and Adaro. Yeah, yeah. And like Yugi wins, and everyone's like, oh wow, he doesn't suck at life. Well, and I think it was supposed to be like a metaphor for growing up and like growing into your own person. Well, yeah. yeah. This isn't topic at all. We tried. Yeah, we tried. All right. So just forget the last three minutes ever happened. Anthony, what's it time for? Stop it! making you do it. Oh my god. Fuck you. And then another piece of news. Shit. Did you guys see this thing? So we did already say that this is going to be Nintendo related shenanigans. Fun times. Yeah. A lot of kind of. There's a lot of stuff this week. What the fuck Nintendo talk? Yeah. I mean, can I just say in general, there's been a lot of random news pieces that have come out this week? It's weird. It's a lot. Like, it's seemed kind of just jointed. Yeah. So the first one that we're gonna go into is is kind of unrelated. Hmm. I, I we it's it, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. Yeah. It's a game rant article that was posted earlier today that says Sony's PSN is pretty much being more profitable than all of Nintendo right now. That's fucking. I believe scary. it though. Unfortunately, like this is right now everyone's got a PS4 in their fucking homes. It's it's a household console, household yeah. name. True. And man, like everybody's just racking up the the digital content because, you know, that's the way we get our stuff now. It's just so convenient. Well, and with things like they you make know, it convenient games for games with gold and PS that's Plus. That's another games, thing too. Yeah, they're doing something different. And the good thing too about PlayStation Network is the fact that maybe it's not on the level of Steam yet, but they do have some crazy good discounts sometimes too. And that like little incentive is enough to push you over the edge. I'd be That's curious true. Yeah. to see how much of the actual profit was taken king. 
with how huge of a digital launch Taken King was. That's true. You know what? That can't be discounted along with tons of like other big franchise multiplayer games. And and they've got all of those franchises coming out with DLC first on yeah. PlayStation Network. Well, yeah. Even stuff like Rocket League, for example. Oh, it's cross-platform, but I mean, how can, many how many of those copies are on first? PS4 because yeah. it came there first? I'm you know? curious to see how and if like I'm assuming free PlayStation Plus games don't really well. I'm they might make it into the profit in some well, way. I think I think the way to think about it is it's free first, then it gets popular, and then people who missed out on that month are like, oh buy shit, I gotta it, get it. Yeah. But then like obviously you know the subscription fee from PlayStation Plus pay or is in this revenue. Sure. It's just like it's insane to me that you have just it pretty much half of what the PlayStation Four is is more profitable than Nintendo right now. Yeah, it's funny. And that's when you even look at it even farther. When the Nintendo Inside. has Wii U, when it has Nintendo 3DS, and just it's madness. Yeah, it's like it has more variety sometimes, almost in how you can play. But then again, it's there's this is the problem. They have no third party. But no that's, third that's party true. problem that's very for, true. forever. I know, but also taking the fact that. That we use an older console, no third party, and PlayStation's on the rise. I'm not surprised that PSN is no, just making tons more money than even all of Nintendo combined. It's madness. Yeah. And yeah. I, like I think, I'm curious to see the actual numbers because I, I feel too. like 3DS is might be the most manufactured I, console because will, everyone has a 3DS. Well, everyone know, has a 3DS. I know the best-selling console of all time is still the Wii. I'm it's pretty still, sure. I'm it's pretty sure. Either, it should be the Wii. The yeah, because we, didn't we have yeah. that conversation? We did, yeah, but yeah. I'd be curious to see actual numbers of consoles sold. I'm curious as well. Because I'm curious, since it's a cheaper console, if that factors into it. Well, and all this being said, you still have the fact that Nintendo... I can't remember what the exact number is, but even if they uh, went bankrupt, the money that they've made the last like 30 or 40 years... They could stay afloat for I think it was something like twelve, fifteen years or something like that. Like, well, I, I, I can't so. remember what the number is, but I yeah, it's it's crazy to me. So when we when we take this into account, and then we like start talking about where we're gonna go with the topic too, it's like this is a sign that the the NX has to be something that's gonna jump. The fucking shit because it needs it's to true. be phenomenal. Or phenomenal. It needs phenomenal. Nintendo <laughs> needs to modernize itself. It and it, it does. It totally does. We here's, need. Here's the problem. We need so many good things to happen. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to become a Sega, and that may not be a not bad thing necessarily because their games are what makes them great. And I don't think it'll happen quickly. If that if that's the road they go down, it'll happen very slowly. Agree. Here's the problem. I don't think the that saying Nintendo needs to modern. Like, it needs to modernize in some aspects. But you look at like you know how ahead of the time the Wii even was. You look at how, in some aspects, how the Wii U was even ahead of its time. Like, as janky as the gamepad is at times, like, the stuff that developers have done with it is pretty fucking cool. Depending on the game, I love the gamepad. You're right. I don't know. You look at, you know, like, people are all still up in arms about Star Fox and how the controls there are different. It looks fun, though. It's fun. Everyone, like, I remember I was sitting there on i think it was the day before release last week and i was just kind of skimming through reviews i wasn't reading too far into them because i didn't want to but like i remember one of them was like um star fox zero was like the last nail in the coffin for the wii u and it's like 
I don't think so. It's it's crazy. You're that person is not the first weirdly. It's so it's actually really polarizing. So you read certain reviews that it's like once you get used to the controls, Star Fox Zero is amazing. And then there's the other side of it. Star Fox Zero is a piece of shit and it's and it's a nail in the coffin. And yeah. kind of funny, uh Tim Gettys actually uh, producer over there and host of their their games podcast mm-hmm. um he is a huge star fox fan and he's that other side of you uh cody where he's on that that other side where he's like this game i really am mad with and i'm I mad with don't understand of it yet. i'm not gonna deny it but it's as a whole i'm i'm not disappointed there's things that and um i actually haven't started my review quite yet hopefully by the time this podcast goes, i'd love to hear it goes live it'll yeah, i'm hoping I'm to have it live by tomorrow which is saturday yeah i think we need more of your opinions on this yeah there's aspects of the game that i am disappointed of the controls are not one of them and i think really that, that's that is so interesting to me I, I mean i love that it's just that people like i feel like the controls have kind of just been a defining factor for the wii u as a whole because you know, what does Nintendo love? Gimmicky shit. What is the Wii? Gim- the Wii was just like the epitome of, of gimmicks. Well, and that's why it's so weird to say like ahead of its time. And then I'm like, but when we think about it, it's just gimmicks. Yeah. That we think of. Because it wasn't, it wasn't what it was doing or the hardware involved with it. It was just, it was what they were trying to gain a hold of. And they managed to hit gold with the Wii and failed with the Wii. Yeah, here's the problem. Like the, like the whole control system of the Wii, like... You look at like how once the Wii Motion Plus was introduced, and like the shit that that like you know even like Wii Sports Resorts, and then you have Skyward, Skyward Sword, Sword, yeah, like the stuff that game was doing, like holy shit! At the time, that was ridiculous. and then it was yeah. like okay, here here's the Wii U where you primarily use the gamepad, and not the Wii U Motion Plus. I think that was one of the biggest. Mistakes. They've they've been making confusing decisions. That's that's how I'll say it. I don't know how else to put that. So. Because they have games like, for me, my favorite controlling Wii U game that I that I played, I haven't played a ton of them, is um, Wind Waker HD. And I've seen it, Wind Waker is awesome. It's fantastic. What I yeah. own Twilight Princess for the Wii. Zane had it, has it because I let him borrow it because I didn't have a Wii U yet. I'm like, I want to play it because I want to see how it handles. Oh, oh yeah. he still has it right now. He does. Yeah. I mean, and I, I haven't wanted it back necessarily because I haven't really had the time. Star right. Fox Zero. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, have, I, I haven't touched it since our party. And the time Hearthstone just fucking annihilated me. I was not <laughs> expecting it to, to do that so hard. Um, we started talking about the NX. Um, we have a release area window. Yeah, they came out officially, came out this week and said NX will be out March two thousand seventeen. So we only have another year, another eleven months. Yeah, I mean it's. I think the big thing that everyone was thinking was that they're going to announce it at E three, and it's going to be like. Coming November 2016, and then everybody flips out. Yeah. So this was a bit of a shock in the direction that I think a lot of the analysts and, like, you know, top industry people were just like, whoa, wait, you're waiting more? Yeah, you're waiting longer? Yeah, and but then you also think about, well, maybe they're waiting to make sure that their games line up with their launch, Yeah. which I think is smart because there's one specific example that we'll talk about. Yep. Zelda. So Zelda. in place, uh, or so they announced the the NX review, or release window, and then they came out and said, "Oh, by the way, the NX is not going to be at E3." And you're kind of like, "What? Shocking! Not at all." 
think there's it might be there a little bit. I think they, they might be they, lying a little they bit. They might tentatively put it there. Oh, here's this booth outside of E3. <laughs> no, I think like, like, maybe Curbside. that'll just be their mic drop moment at the end, and it's like a 30 second trailer of just the NX. It'll be now in development. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> you monster. <laughs> But in place of the the NX at E3, they did confirm that Zelda will be the primary topic, if you will, of E3 this year. And we do know that E3 or Nintendo's going back to a stage show this year. They're not doing their Nintendo Direct. They aren't movie time. So okay, they're you know what they're being fucking coy with this. Yeah, we're we're talking about the new Zelda, right? And they've also re- like announced that it's coming in 2017, and that it's gonna be coming to NX. They haven't announced that yet. Okay, they haven't announced it yet. But when you see the release date now of NX, it's it's gonna happen. Yeah. And it's like a, we were talking about before, Princess. yeah, it's, it's gonna be a split release. Up. Yeah, it's It'll gonna come happen. out on yeah. Wii U, and it will be a launch title for NX. Yeah, and that's how I'm like they're being fucking coy. Yeah, NX isn't gonna be there. Well, what are they gonna be playing Zelda on? I bet. The fucking NX. You're probably right. Yeah. That's going to be that connection. That's true. And then at the end of the trailer, you get that 30 seconds that you mentioned. It's like, this is the NX. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, hey, my God. All the Asians on, on stage are like, <laughs> please understand. <laughs> please understand. It. Reggie comes out, fuck you guys. <laughs> my body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't go too deep into this, but what are they going to show for Zelda? What do you think? You know what? I, I, you know what? You guys are better at talking about this. I have no idea, to be honest <laughs> with you. Because, like, I'm not a huge Zelda guy personally. I just want to see what it looks like, what's the theme of the game, and how it plays. Just, like, some brief, quick, like, oh, you're going to be shooting like this. Oh, you're going to be riding a horse around. See, Is I it think, open world? I think it'll fully? be primarily gameplay. It will yeah. be. Because knowing Nintendo and their history with controllers... They're going to be like, oh, check out this cool thing you can do with the bow. Check out this shit you can do with the claw shot, hook shot, whatever the hell you want to call it. Now, whatever it is now. Yeah. The shot. Swing shot. <laughs> Teleport shot. Take a shot while you portal shot. Portal gun. Yeah. <laughs> Just Dude. a portal gun. <laughs> I'd, I'd play it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we, we did have that. Where, I don't even remember when that was shown. The fucking trailer where there was there was mainly, like, opponent shit. And that they was were running around. three. No, that was the direct last year. It was a direct. Year. Yeah. I think it was I last think, year. I don't even think it was last year. It might have been two years it? ago. It was forever ago. No, you're right. It was the end of 2014. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's totally it. Fuck. Wow. Nintendo. This has been we long. Oh, yeah. Nintendo, when you, when you So when you sit down and think, okay, so you, you realize that the last new, quote-unquote, main console Zelda game was Skyward Sword. Yeah. And That's crazy to think other about. Other than that, there was Triforce Heroes, which everyone I've talked to has played. It says it's pretty great. Don't forget um, Link Between Worlds, and Link which Between was Worlds. a fantastic game. Yes. Wasn't, I, wasn't that a remake, though? It was, no, it was a sequel to Link to the Past. Past. Yeah. Oh, but then, okay. on top of all those, we had Wind Waker HD, Majora's Mask 3D. That's true. Twilight Princess HD. They've been remaking games like a motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, and then when you, like, come back and see all their other franchises that they're doing, too, it kind of makes sense. Man, this is just crazy to me. I mean, in a weird way, we've gotten so much Zelda, yet it also feels like we've gotten no Zelda because, no, because it's been so long since they released it. It has been so it. long. Because, I mean, you, you like, the portable Zelda, yeah. as awesome as they are, they're not the same as a main console. Yeah. Main console Zelda. True. 
It's not. And I mean, Majora's 3D was amazing. Which, this is totally unrelated, but can I just say, I hope this opens the gateway to a new main story Metroid game. Yes, I think that's next. Please and thank you. I think it has to be next. Yeah, that's the, you had, that's the other so big franchise. You had Star Fox, you know, 10 years since the last game. Mm-hmm. We'll get Zelda out of the way because they have to for the NX, and then we'll get Metroid. I really hope so. Or oh, we got to get on that Galactic Federation Force. Nah, that no way that's happening. Look, they've been they've been quiet about Metroid, and yeah. I think that's a tactical decision because yes. they they announced that little Federation Force thing, and then they let everyone lose their shit or and decry it yeah. because they know it's not a real Metroid game. Here's They're gonna the, become here's the thing. Soon. You're right. I think Federation Force is actually gonna be a good game. Is I, think, I think so too. I think so. But I think Anthony's right because they're trying to push the focus onto Zelda right yeah, now. They are. I I mean I've said this before. I want a fucking like M almost like horror I'm gonna say horror esque, not like straight up like horror shooter, just like horror esque elements oh. in a Metroid. Tell me I'm gonna be amazing. I want I another mean, Prime, but it's horror. I was gonna say, like, there are elements of Prime that are really creepy and oh, off putting. Yeah. If you can just the, like uh, phase on that scale phase makes me die. The, <laughs> I don't remember. No, I'm, thank you. I'm going to explain this. The Chozo Ghost? Fuck no. God. Yeah. So, corruption. Yeah. You're in the second planet, the Sky One, and you go to the Metroid Lab. Yeah. That shit is fucking terrifying. Even in Prime 1, when you go to the Metroid Lab and the lights that turn off. That scared the shit out of when me. When you get the uh, the thermal visor? So, they, they yeah. do already yeah. do it a little bit. I want, I want to see them taking a little bit further, though. I That's agree. what I'm saying. Just, like, up that ante just a little oh, yeah. bit, and then you got it. You got what you want. They have all the roots for it. Yeah. And they even did it in Fusion. I was going to say, was, even in true. the 2D games where it's really hard to express something in that, like... No, in Fusion, when you're, like, running through Sector 5, it's like, oh, there's Nightmare, and you're just like, oh, no. The Metroid <laughs> Lab, the music when you're in the restricted area... Like, holy shit. For a handheld 2D side-scroller. I'm like, so excited for more, like... Yeah. You know what Detroit I was thinking music? of the other day? Oh, fuck. And the music. So Anthony, yes. You know oh what I was, God. like, thinking of? Because, you know, I, I bought my Wii U. The second day after I bought my Wii U, I bought Fusion and replayed through the entire game. I got real scared for a second because then I was like, all right, Star Fox. And I was sitting there, I was like, this is almost what Metroid was. Like, can you imagine, like, a Metroid game... In a Star Fox fashion, where like one screen is a first person and one screen is like a side scroller esque three-eared person thing esque, it's other M but worse. They would do something. I, like I was gonna say, wasn't that one of the problems with Hunter? Hunters was full for first person. Was it? Okay. Hunters was all first person. I, I think you're thinking of other M. Maybe I am. Which Cody? Yeah, is, no, Cody's I'm totally thinking in the of minority. That I am likes the minority, that game. and I, I adore that game. Yeah. Because that game is made for fusion fans. Yeah. You get to find Nightmare again, and he's in 3D, and it's awesome. I'm yeah, just, I'm terrifying. scared of that game only because of what I understand of the story. The story is all over the place. Yeah. I There's agree. aspects yeah. of that story that I love. Some are, some are hate. fantastic that I love too, but some are really dumb. I don't want to like know what? about her boyfriend. <sighs> like Bunny Ridley. <laughs> Bunny Ridley's real dumb. <laughs> Bunny Ridley's fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the idea of them also, making another mother brain. I, 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 that is, that's another one where it's like, one day I'll like it and one day I'll hate it is the MB. I think the whole. Sometimes it's genius. Some days I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You know what? And then bringing it back to like the connection with NX, that's another one of that, that pillar that's missing that I think they need to strategically plant on that release. Like, 
plan it either on the release date because wouldn't that be fucking epic? Be, right. Like, it just launches with all this amazing shit. <sighs> that would be everyone I, would buy it. Everyone I think it would be too it. insane. It would be like, too even insane. Even Joe's too. It. If you do a new Zelda and a new Metroid, yeah, you've got your shit covered. There's if that's your money. The case. Yeah, and then you say, oh hey, you remember Super Mario World 3D? Oh, We're God. allowing it to be on the NX. You remember Super Smash Brothers? We're allowing it on the NX. Bring back the great games from the Wii U. Put them onto the NX and then announce a Metroid and Zelda. That's the best launch window you can ever think of. Yeah. I think it's too good. I, too I think good? I think it's too good. Perfect. And realistic. I well, but then again, you're like, but they also like they announced that 2017 release date, and I I think that's a tactical move. I think yeah. they are planning a big way because, like we said. They're not in complete danger yet, they're not. but they are on the decline. Okay, so what like if they you're... come back with a fucking punch and just yeah. smack you in the face? You know, you're right, man. You jump off of like what we started with, and you know you still look at this. And Nintendo, quote unquote, and this, this literally says this: Nintendo only made 504 billion yen last year. I don't know the exact still. conversion, but that's still a shit ton of money. That still sounds big, yeah. Sounds stuff. I mean, obviously not as much as they want to make, no. but yeah, and that's that's money and. You know, like, what if, too? You know, what if going along with their mobile game announcement and everything, they can, you know, more <laughs> segue. They can bring us great mobile games, and then they announce that something, you know, like the, the NX is both, like, because some of the rumors that have been floating around, and I kind of like this idea personally, is that it's like a combination of what the 3DS is and the Wii U is, where it's just like console gaming on the go what if they could blend that together and then they don't need a 3ds but you've got that we you know console experience that can go portable and you've also got mobile games to cover that more of that 3ds market too i was gonna awesome. say when we were t just talking about the, uh, the the newer games nintendo has historically been in my opinion one of the most friendly companies when it comes to something like backwards compatibility 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 between your consoles and your handhelds and i think like anthony was saying they're really going to push that with the mobile games yeah i i really think that's going to be like the bridge now yeah. and if they do it right it's not a scary thing it's not a bad thing but it's just we have these shit mobile games yeah. that it just gets you so scared though and you have really good ones and it will and but those are the rare exceptions it's true lost in a sea of endless freemium pay to play yeah. bullshit yeah yeah so we'll see what the strategy is but i think going into the segue here it's like what are you going to do with the mobile games that are coming out now what is go going to be like what is this animal crossing fire emblem stuff going to be like is it like record keeper or is it like pay for your pokeballs let's yeah. let's go for the the first one that i think is, is, is going to be the most interesting one fire emblem on mobile this is kind of a no-brainer. Mm. Like, let's be honest. Like, you just do like maybe it's just levels or lives. You know, the the time gated lives, and that's how you do it. Mm, I hope it's not that, but like, if we could just at least like pay for the full purchase, and then just you know again bring back mobile gaming into like a mobile gaming like standpoint. You pay a set price, you get a fucking awesome game, yep. and you play it. And one of the things that everyone has wished for, that's like a Fire Emblem fan when they like first went into awakening why the fuck can't you move your your people around on the map with the touchpad like that would have been awesome it's a good point and now yeah. we can get that maybe on the phone that's that that's that thing that we wanted and like now they can get that to you no they're just gonna do a touchpad and d-pad on the screen instead <laughs> Ugh, like the emulations and everything yeah no i, I hope i not. hope not yeah but yeah i i think it's a possibility and i was really 
I was feeling a little skeptical at first, and then we started talking about Final Fantasy Record Keeper, which everyone tells me is amazing. And Cody, you brought up the point to me. You're like, well, maybe that's the exact point. You know why Fire Emblem could work, and they bring that that feeling into the mobile game. You bring, you know, how they've done the DLC maps mm-hmm. in Awakening and in Fates, and you just, you know, oh, we're gonna go visit Marth now. Oh, we're gonna go visit Ike now. We're gonna go hang out with yeah. the best friend Corin, and it's just like. That whole aspect of it, if it's done right, it's going to be amazing. Wow. Like, what if they can connect the franchises that U.S. audiences haven't had a chance to experience? Unless yep. they got the emulation and they know what that is. Like, if they can give me, like, a bite-sized version, in a sense, of um, Holy War, fuck. You guys have no idea how good that story is. And if you yeah, get the chance to, like, no ex- <laughs> nobody does. Yeah. But, like, if you get the chance to experience that and get those tactics that really brought in what some of the good parts of our awakening, like, damn. That was the game that introduced child- children. <laughs> that was know, the game that introduced childs. I know, I know, like, I know what you mean, but it's just like, there were no children before <laughs> this game. <laughs> yeah. But, like, like, the idea of, like, carrying on a story after your set characters. Yeah. Even though, like, Awakening and uh, Fates have done it in done kind it of in a, a weirdo, corny way. But also, okay. it's cool. In Awakening, it's real cool. In Fates, it's just kind of there. It's real dumb. Yeah. yeah it's kind of convenient. When, when characters show up and they're just like, oh, yeah. But we're here too. But here's the thing, though. I also like the idea of the Dragon Gate because that's the idea that it's like, oh shit, this could be the thing to connect yeah. our different dimensions yep. of universes together. That's just cool to me. But, but yeah, like if you can get Record Keeper, you're experiencing the past of Fire Emblem. It can connect a whole new audience to the hardcore Fire Emblem fans because I feel like there's this disconnect. It's like, oh, I've played Awakening and Fates. Raise his hand. Yeah, but. It's like, oh, I've never played any other Fire Emblem. How many races? How many are there? There's like fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Fates was fourteen. Yeah. I played five of them. Like, I'm that middle ground between you both of you, where Anthony's this hardcore, you know, he's the Fire Emblem guy. It's it's only because I had those experiences, same as you, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta go back and look into it. Here's the here's the funny thing. So, I had a similar experience with um, the City of Final Fantasy. Game came out on PSP. Game was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, and then it made you explore. Final and then Fantasy. I played almost every single Final Fantasy game after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never would have discovered Final Fantasy Four if not for that game. Final Fantasy Four might be my favorite game of all time. Nice, might. Yeah, that's intense. I don't know. I want. I want something that's record keeper. But and I'm gonna bring it in. Um, Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key. Like that is a mobile game. That was a browser game, and they ported it to a mobile game for North America. It's a fantastic game. It has the whole level thing and it's kind of like what we're talking about where you go back to different stories or different timeline timelines i could even say but if they combine the two ideas where you connect to some of some of the already well-established characters in the series i think fantastic i think you have to and and maybe that's just because you look at games like record keeper yeah like unchained and you see that's like oh this is just the system that works right well, and then even going to the controls and Unchained Key, you you tap to move your character, you swipe to attack. Something as simple as that. Doing the tactical combat of Fire Emblem, but with a pop-up tap menu, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, Just I don't mean, do the shitty D-pad thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was, I that was a joke. But I know you want this, like, a full-fledged game on mobile, and I get why you want that. I also also see the brilliance and time gaining stuff on mobile 
because for two reasons. One, mobile games are already games that we just hop onto for a couple minutes and we don't have anything else to do. That's true. So the time gating is rarely an issue unless when you're trying to fucking binge the shit out of Pokemon Shuffle. So <laughs> you're saying allow for maybe two options as long as that first option isn't too fucking ridiculous. Maybe. Because I could, I could see that. I could, I could see that. Also, I, I, it, it creates that, that it, in, in a sense where, you know, it is a game that you only play for a couple minutes. It also creates that sense of, oh, I it, it keeps you coming back, essentially. And you remember those, like, you remember that story that Zane shared? And I don't know if you, you guys read into it as much as I did, but Giant Bomb had this crazy story come in from one of his listeners. And that's talked about these kids was, that were. I remember him, oh, he was yeah. talking about it on cast. Yeah, we yeah, talked about it. How there was, like, like, a school war going on because of Clash of Clans. Well, and how these kids were spending, like, $50 a pop just playing Clash of Clans. And then when. Their teachers would ask them, like, have you tried playing console gaming? They're like, no, that's dumb and stupid. And that, to me, is, like, heresy. Like, yeah, you're, like, you're absolutely. missing out on these incredible is, gaming experiences to play back fucking Clash in my of day. So, so this <laughs> is, had I'm terrified because this is Kyler. Yeah. You know, his iPad has been his, his gaming console for most of his life. He has a Wii U. I am pushing to split it with or fucking just straight up buy him a 3DS, the Pokemon one. For his birthday, because I'm like, you yeah. need a real game console, you old yeah. fucker. You need to learn that <laughs> there's learn. more to gaming than sitting on your ass playing Pokemon Shuffle and fucking Looney Tunes and fucking Angry Birds all fucking day. You should say that to him. I'm not going to say that to <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> um, Seriously, but, though. But like, what if they capture that market in like this way that's like, okay, they have the, the set price, right? And then they have that like kind of freemium model, but... They do it in a good way, not too crazy. And then the kids are like, oh, I'll tap on this and see what it's about. And then they start getting into it. And yep. then they start liking it. And then we can sneak that experience into them and fucking and pull then, them out of it. five years later, they've spent $500 and have played every single Fire Emblem game. <laughs> or the reverse, <laughs> where we segue, they've put $500 into making their perfect Animal Crossing So here's, yeah. here's the thing. I don't think there's a lot of debate to this. Animal Crossing works way too well in a mobile game as aspect. Yeah. Because it's the perfect game that you jump on for a little bit every single day. Buy your clothes. Buy your Hey, Lauren, what's your plans? Okay, you are playing Fire Emblem. Oh, Good job. Proud nice. of you. What were you playing last <laughs> night? Well, was I playing uh, an hour ago? Animal Crossing, okay. Yep, Animal Crossing. <laughs> You don't need to get your fossils. You don't, it's not you important. Don't, yeah, I see. But no, Jesus like Christ. speed up the fossil gathering. Like the, yeah. the life simulator game that you know that's that people get way too fucking obsessed with, which is Animal Crossing. It works perfectly in a mobile sense. But and and in a scary way. Yeah, yeah it you does. can definitely see it in a scary way for that because literally, like you're playing, you could ask for cosmetic purchases, time purchases to do stuff with your house. Um, you know, like items inside your house, the house itself, for fuck's sake, like. They could go on. You could give me money him. to be Link. I would love them to prove us wrong on that, but Animal Crossing scares me way too quickly. Fuck that guy, by the way. <laughs> Hans, Hans is a prick. Sorry, Lauren over here on the side showed me her 3DS. <laughs> She's playing Fire Emblem Fates right now, and I saw fucking Hans' face, Hans and is I, the true I saw hero red. Of Fire Emblem Fates. He, he, he is. He's literally a dick. <laughs> I think our, I, I, I Anthony, Anthony is just like uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Kill me now. But yeah, it's just there's so much potential and there's so much 
fear yeah with the mobile game announcements and i think it's going to be pokemon go that starts setting off what we're going to be seeing for the future and i i hope it's a good one go is just it's too crazy it's it's crazy but like it's what if what if we're paying for our pokeballs you know to do anything in that game just like zane was kind of saying and what if what if we're not doing that what if we're like I don't see the good way. Funny enough, I'm trying to defend the good way of this, and I'm yeah. like, I'm struggling to see it. But like, it's not gonna work. Out to yeah, I'm just if they don't do that and they they give us something nice that we can just have time on and you know tap as you go. Oh, there we are. We're catching our Pokemon. That's cool. It's just what do they do? You know, what do they? How do they market it? I need to know this. There's, I'm too much split. I'm like, I, I could see the fun of Go. I could see the terribleness of Go. I could see the fun of Fire Emblem. I could see how terribly they fuck it up. I could see how Animal Crossing could be a great experience to get people into, like, modeling their houses and everything. And then I could see how it could be a fucking cash grab. Yeah. It's just, I have so much hesitation here, with their mobile here, division. Here's, here's the problem. Or, like, here, here's the thing, too. Not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> we said this already. Nintendo has shit for third-party support, but their first-party games and their games in general are always above average i'm not gonna say always awesome i'm gonna say always above average i don't think they ever do anything because of cash grab they haven't yet they haven't yet yeah we'll see and i that hope goes. that it's not just them going to mobile that does that yeah i think i think it's still going to be their quality for games fuck konami <laughs> just saying can we not <laughs> just can we not no, even talk about them going back to the like i'm glad we haven't heard anything about konami in a couple months Me now too? that you say that real talk <laughs> that's because they're giving up on games good pretty much fuck going back to our main idea i think from what I've listened from you guys and my opinions, I think our our main thing we can agree on is that we want these mobile games to do two things, which one is stand on its own, but not as a cash grab. And the second thing is to draw people into the main installments of the series. I think Change works, mobile games. It works yeah. really well for Fire Emblem. I don't think the whole bringing someone into a franchise is something you really need to do for Animal Crossing. Well, yeah. Because like, how many people Animal are going to be like, a mobile how game. many people like, are you going to come up and play Animal Crossing on the mobile? I got to go play the original on the GameCube. I'm just afraid if they make yeah. it too much of that cash grab, like yeah. JL saying, it's like it, they're going to be playing that instead of the cool Fire Emblem thing. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, bolts, there's two sides. I can't talk. There's two sides <laughs> to each one of this. Yeah. Like, it's, there's, I'm, I'm excited and I'm very interested yeah. and I'm also hesitantly interested. Yeah, yeah that's just because you have the history of mobile games and you know, it's a changing world. Like we're we're kind of the people stuck in the middle of it. Well, and that's so true because the millennials are that fucking that, millennials. Yeah, we we know <laughs> what what was before the 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 internet, and we also know the incredible changes of the internet because we experienced that as children, as adolescents, and now starting as adults. Before the dark times. <laughs> An elegant weapon. <laughs> A civilized age. to the age. people who know what that sound is. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone who would listen to that <laughs> sound is. But <laughs> yeah. Jesus I Christ. just, I really want Nintendo to take the opportunity to really fucking do some great shit with the, the mobile market. You know, be that, be that constant guardian, that silent protector. <laughs> Seriously this though, isn't the console we want, <laughs> but the one that we're getting? <laughs> Seriously though, if, if any company was Shit. to do it successfully, it would be Nintendo. I You're I I I trust Nintendo. I just don't trust the market that they're going into. Uh, absolutely, that's a good so, way to put it. So, final thoughts on all the Nintendo shenanigans. It's 
I'm scared for the NX. I'll start this. I'm really scared for the NX. Me too. If it doesn't absolutely, I hate using this term so much. If it doesn't absolutely dominate the next console war, Nintendo's done. In a sense. The, the Nintendo we know. That's true. If that happens to the NX, I think Nintendo will stick to their handheld devices like their DSs because they're no matter what is happening with the consoles recently, they're killing it. DSs. I mean, DS is pretty much your only option for handheld and gaming. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing with their first-party stuff. There's, a, there's actually a decent amount of third-party support on the DS, and yeah. if... The NX fails or doesn't perform well. I think we can at least count on a good handheld console. People, people do talk up a mad storm about Vita. It just it was terribly marketed. It was That's the only thing, and apparently it's fucking amazing. Like the, what they come out with it, what you can play on the Vita is just incredible. But again, they marketed it terribly. So yeah, it came yeah. at the wrong time. What's your portable option? It's really Nintendo because that's the brand everyone knows. Yeah, 3DS. And I mean, like it, it's not even an option of like oh, I'll just go with Nintendo because there's no other option. Like, you go with Nintendo because they know what they're fucking doing when it comes to handheld gaming. Yeah. Like, Street Pass is kind of the most ingenious invention over the last couple of years. It is. <laughs> Street Pass is is weird. Street Pass but is it's a awesome. fucking monster. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> I love, I like... you understand when when me and Zane went to SGC, how it was, <laughs> you know, walk here, sit down, yeah. go through Street Pass for 20 minutes. Oh, I have 50 people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I got, like, 400 puzzle visas at yeah. SGC. It's, Did one of those motherfuckers have a white shirt so I could get through my darkness here, here, level? Here's, here's, here's the problem, though. <laughs> I'm stuck, too, Lauren. <laughs> I feel your pain. It wasn't just us, though. It was everyone. Yeah. I was on their 3DSs fucking street pass and that's what they need to do with their mobile games <laughs> street pass street pass mobile they confirmed need to make it like that and they need to make it addicting but rewarding enough but it also makes you walk around that sounds exhausting you know what i mean like it's <laughs> that's a really weird way to failure put, confirmed right you're like you were like that's, thinking that's, me at like the the, the pokemon poke walker the poke walker what was that walked the shit out of that i I, uh, I it was stupid but yeah. i love that thing same i know how dumb it was though. yeah Ugh. I don't kind know. I love it. Fond memories. But yeah, I think the whole consensus here is we're apprehensive. It's very apprehensive. We need it's more information. Just, I want to see what's coming. It, it scares me that it's like, it's like, oh, by the way, NX, we're not doing anything for it at E3. It's yeah. also good that we have our standards set. But yeah. it's like. That's true. So that's, people don't get all pissy when they don't see anything. Kind of a missed opportunity. Looking looking at E3, though, too, you're also looking at an E3 where a lot of people have dropped out. So it's not mm-hmm. just Nintendo. But Nintendo is bigger than EA. It is bigger than all of these people that have dropped out so far. Right. So it is a bit weird that they aren't, but I think they are being coy. I think they're being very coy in how they say NX won't be there. I think we'll get a surprise of some sort. It'll be slight, but there'll be a surprise. surprise. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing that I can say is communication. What's the biggest problem with the Wii U third-party support? What what's the reason why that's not there it's because they haven't really talked to third-party developers a lot and they haven't really been communicative with them you look they can communicate to them and us you look at like old batman arkham origins on the wii u and you know like how they like they kind of dug themselves a hole with the wii and the wii u when you have these control systems that are so different than everything else that are out there to where people are almost having to make an entirely different game for your console. Yeah, no, it's true. And that's why I say it. it's like they got to let 
the developers know what they're about and how to make it work on their system the right way. Yeah. And that's that's why I say that communication is so key. And I think that would be a sign of the times for a changing Nintendo. Yeah. Because we talk about how they need to modernize. And then you're like, well, but they don't really need to modernize. And it's like, yeah, you're right. They just need to get back on good business. They need to open their doors to third party. Open doors. Uh, look at the port Hopefully. for Assassin's Creed 3, Assassin's Creed 4 on the Wii U. It's not a horrible port. They need more things like that. Yeah, totally. And you know what? And again, going along with the ideas of communication, they need to rethink their strategy for how they market their games to the gaming populace. Yeah. Why the fuck are their games not selling as well as other games? That's because nobody's streaming them. That's because not as many people have the chance to stream them. Or they fuck them over. Or you run into the problem of, oh, it's really hard to stream a Wii U game. They gotta stream the gamepad. How the fuck do I do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they... they Mm, communication. I really need a communicative Nintendo. I need to know what's up. I need to understand it and marketing. Yeah. Just get on that. Just talk to me, Nintendo. Just talk to me. Whisper me sweet nothings. I want to be whispered to. Prettiest Pillow talk me. What? Just Reggie fils Just saxophone soloing it up there i'm never gonna dance (laughs) (laughs) dance pad confirmed right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah do you have that i mean i literally just had in the picture of reggie in suspenders so there's that (laughs) i love reggie so much that's the (laughs) no please (laughs) i love reggie so much just allow reggie to talk yeah he knows what he's doing man nintendo america let let them drive the marketing please nintendo you okay yeah i'll be all right i'll be all right anything else we, no, uh, sayonara. Uh, yeah. I I think I think that's really it. Just talk to us. So, looking ahead, um, next week it's gonna be a big deal. Civil War. I'm excited. Oh, the hype. Civil War boys. Get hyped. I can't wait to start talking about that. If it's as good as people say it is, man, dude, right? it's gonna be an epic. We Epic have movie. some supplemental material involving Marvel movies coming to you a little bit later in the week. Yeah, we got this list going on. We're ranking them. <laughs> some We're ranking ranks. them. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think the title will be something akin to Geek Domination's Marvel Cinematic Universe ratings. Uh, worst to dank. <laughs> worst to dank. <laughs> dankest MCU movie. Dankest. dankest. We're gonna we're gonna like have a Grammy, and, but it's gonna be like this this like a, a oh trophy God. that says dank. The funny <laughs> thing about it too is like I came into it and I'm like, oh, I know what's gonna be the best, and oh, yeah. truly the best is the most dank movie. Of yeah, it's possibly true. all time. It's so dank. It's, I mean, of Marvel comic book movies. Oh yeah. Um, do did we ever decide if we're officially streaming a Marvel game? I think it's been loosely confirmed. It's been we just don't confirmed. know the day. Uh, look out! There's going to be more extra streams next week. I, I think we're we're getting into this streaming. Yeah, I, I think we're more. we're enjoying it. Yeah, I did Hearthstone this week. Thanks to those tuning in. Um, might be trying it a little bit more tonight. So a couple days ago, for those listening to us now. If I wasn't watching a movie called Green Room, I'd totally be there. Yes. Yeah. Um, we might have we're gonna be building the marvel hype this week we so we'll, we might have a stream of some sort of marvel game um i have an unboxing video of the marvel collector core box for this month uh it's done just have to upload it probably take forever but you guys should go watch that <laughs> probably one probably take 20 years with your internet um i think zane was talking about recording another zane's world about just the uh like we did for bvs but about civil war so yeah we got a lot of stuff coming so yeah. Follow us and do some stuff. As always, you can find us on our website, geekdomination.net. We're doing. We're getting a lot better about posting all of our stuff on there. 
So it's, it's your one stop for everything Geek Domination. Please go hang out there. Be sure to check us out on our Facebook at Facebook slash The Geek Domination. Hang out with us there. No, specifically Geek Domination. Geek Domination, my apologies. Uh, you can email us at geekdominationlisters at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your concerns, your thoughts. We will share them on the cast. We love you. Stay frosty, my friends. I don't know. <laughs> Just get fucking excited. Marvel. <laughs> Marvel next the week. The hype. Marvel next week. Hashtag Team Cap. Team yeah. Cap. Yeah, All the fucking way. Yeah, yeah. Team Vision in a Cardigan. Yeah. Team. Ooh. <laughs> 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 it was like, oh, that talk to me. Ooh. Talk to me, Excuse boy. Me. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. See ya.